episode 33, Jello Podcast. We back. I'm Brian Upshaw. Jake Cranover. I'm Big Ol. <sighs> Big Ol. We got Big two generations of Cranover in the house. It's a dangerous night tonight, man. You don't know what's going to happen tonight. I know. We're, um, hey, what is that? You just let us sit, bump us in with. Man, that's a, that's a uh, local band I found that are now members of a band called the Wild Feathers. But before, oh wow, really? Before okay. they had a band uh, local to Austin called Noble Dog, and this is mm. some of their old stuff. You know this band, Big Old? Never heard of them. Me neither. It's pretty good stuff, though. Yeah, it's it sounds like um, you know, like old Sammy Hagar with Montrose and stuff, like Rock Candy and shit like that. Yeah, it's got it splash a little touch of a tad of Black Crows in there, you know. Yeah, for sure. Not bad though. Yeah. Well, it's sort of my generation. Yeah, you and you said we would keep you out of it, and I said locking you out somehow. Well, I'm having to, I'm having to tie it in with young guys, but I'll get to it. <laughs> Some young guys. No, on the Jello Podcast. Let's uh, get this out of the way. At Jello Podcast on the Twitter. Go to iTunes. You can find that shit on there. Jello Podcast, and then JelloPodcast.com if you want to do that. You can stream it live from your phone. Not live. Well, it's live for you. It's, We're it's, live. Yeah, it's yeah. live now. Yeah. Pre-recorded live. Will we be dead? Previously recorded live airings, free to your phone. Don't cost you shit. We put all this free content out there for you. This is episode 33. 33. 33. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Tonight, we're going to talk sex and flex. And I've got one little section on vans. I know we said we'd throw it out last time, but we're not. So sex and flex and vans, booze and sports. We're going to do sports. Football just started last night, right? Yeah. Hey, we got a longtime Cowboy and Ranger fan here, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two generations. We're coming to you live from the Triple Crown Ranch. Big yeah, old. And this more, is more specifically, the Triple Crown Saloon. Saloon on the ranch. Yes. Now, this is a, this is a full-service saloon. Okay. With neon signs. Yeah. Bar. Uh-huh. Whiskey. Yes. You refrigerator, can, beer. Yeah. Cigars. Uh, cigars. Uh, 52-inch uh, TV. High def. Yeah, high def. What's on that screen right now? Uh, we, well, we got the Rangers, you know, but okay. we won't talk about them. Yeah, we're coming Ooh. to you, what, uh, <laughs> uh, early September. It's dove season. It is. But let's don't let's stay on, on the, the, the features of the saloon. Of the saloon. Yeah. We also have a... Um, Real live uh, saloon doors. Saloon doors, swinging doors. We have the big porch. Um, poker you know, table. I suppose you could tie your horse up to it. We have a poker table. <laughs> Um, we have a wood stove. Wood burning stove. We have a wood stove in case. Is that you, the same thing as a pot belly stove? Uh, similar. Okay. Uh, but different. It's a pot belly, but it's not. Okay. But yeah. Well, we should uh, we should post some pictures of this on Twitter for people who want to go see what it actually. Yeah, what, for what, sure. What we seeing. also have a, a real live Jack Daniel's barrel in here from Kentucky or whatever. Yes. Yes. It's right how'd, over there. Where'd in the you? How'd you get that a hold of that? Well, if you know eBay. You can you can you can eBay pick, and Amazon. You can find anything. You on can there. pick them up for a couple hundred bucks. And no most, shit. Yeah. And they have been used, like the real. Yeah, they're the real thing. Do it smell like whiskey in there? Yeah. Well, if I got in there, but I haven't got in there yet. I mean, it has a bunghole on it, right? Yeah, but it's sealed. You can't put your. I mean, you it's, can't put I, your nose in it. I, I haven't tried. We, let's do that. We, we may do that later. Let's get it. <laughs> we get over this whiskey going tonight. <laughs> we might do it. <laughs> this uh, ranch. How long have you had this place? Ah, uh, oh wow, three or four years. Okay, so yeah. not long, really. No, it, it's a, uh, it's a great place to get away. Who had it before you? Ah, uh, some some old guy from uh, Louisiana. No shit. Yeah, and uh, he actually fixed the place up, and not uh, like you did, just to sell it, and so 
we bought it had a little cabin on it and uh, we got 65 acres and we hunt out here okay okay we uh, also come to the to the triple crown saloon yes while we're here and uh, this is a poker table we're on right now this is a poker table what do you remove the top and then there's felt underneath exactly oh fantastic yeah this is a big one too by the way i've seen some of these poker tables where you're you can reach across the table and hit the other guy in the face. Yeah, this this is this is an octagon. Uh, this is a six seater, right? Yeah, let's count them: one, two, three, four, five, six seater. I was yeah. told math would not be involved in this I, podcast. I, yeah, I, yeah, so I don't know what's six. Pentag- is it a sextagon? What is it? Sexagon. Yeah, let's just go with that. Sure. Yeah. Sace. We'll call it a sacegon. 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 Big oil. You. I gave you your nickname because you work for Valero. Uh, you're the VP of HR there. You're a pretty damn big shot over there. Yeah, I guess. But one of the coolest people I know. I mean, you, when I think when a lot of people think of, like, somebody higher up, they think, okay, one percenter, and he's a stuffy ass. We're going to get into this tonight. You're a multifaceted. You're a jewel of many facets. You play music. Um, you do this ranch thing. I mean, you can – you're sort of a chameleon, and I, I really like it. But since you work for Valero, we dubbed you Big Oil. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I... I uh, but you didn't... A lot of people don't like their nicknames. You, you're I, fine with I was. I, I grew up with a plastic spoon in my mouth. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a 900-square-foot yeah. house where I grew up on the north side of Fort Worth. Brothers and sisters. Uh, just one, one, one sister. sister. And, uh, you know, all I, all I knew to do was what I was told. Uh-huh. And that's all I've ever done. Yeah. And so it's worked out pretty good. What was your first shitty job? Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you the first job I got fired from. Like is that? that so i was 14 years old and i was working in a car wash with a friend and we really only worked with uh uh tips and so uh-huh. we would we would sort of wash scrub the cars off before they went through the drive-thru uh you know and, and like a pre yeah kind of pre-wash them down and whatever tips they got yeah. uh we kept and so we would make in those days you know 15 bucks a day was pretty darn good and uh, so one one weekend he, he what days was this? So this was the on the weekend. Knows how, no, I'm not talking what about ta- what timeline in history oh, was, oh, this was, was? Was it the Precambrian uh, era? Or this the, was just right after the dinosaurs in 19 <laughs> Mesopaleolithic. 19 1971. <laughs> he went to Pangaea High. Yeah, <laughs> go rocks. Um, 59. You said. You know, having to uh, outrun those Tyrannosaurus Rex is a lot harder than it looks like. <laughs> Did you say 59? No, no. This was probably 70, 70. 1970. Okay. And so uh, my friend had to go off. He wasn't able to come in that day, that uh-huh. weekend. So I went. Yeah. And I had seen him before. Uh, you know, we would occasionally clean out the bays. And he went in and there was this little cogwheel on the machinery. And, and I just knew he turned that cogwheel and we got free washes. You know, I mean, so it would come on for five minutes. And oh, so that you could uh, allow it to clean. Yeah. I get it. Clean it up and, sure. you know, kind of earn our keep. And so, I, but I wasn't exactly sure how he did it. because Did you, you have a car then? No. Uh, no. Okay. No. Uh, this was, you know, a high-tech operation, and I didn't understand it all. <laughs> so, so then we, I'm there by myself, and I, the guy came in with lots of mud on his truck, and he left a muddy bay, and I was like, oh, I'll go clean that. So I go in there to where this little cogwheel is, mm-hmm. and it, it has one thing, and it says one full turn. So, I mean, I, I, it's, it probably had... I figured that one, that's one run through the thing. So yeah. it has, has 20 cogs on it, let's just say. For, so I figured you turn it 20 cog, one full turn. And so I did that, and, you know, the, the wash come on, and I go clean it, and they get it clean, and it keeps running. 
and, it, and it's still running. And I thought, you know, maybe I need to turn it again to uh, shut it off. And this is high tech. I've never heard this story, by the way. You haven't. And and, and so, so then it. it <laughs> you now, haven't heard it, Jake. Uh, and so now I can't. <laughs> so now I can't turn it off. And so it's just a little embarrassing. So I thought, well, I'll just charge people. I'm new here. I'm new here. <laughs> I thought I'll be I'll be industrious and I'll just charge people. You know, I, it's like this water's running. Go ahead and pay me. <laughs> you know, and then and then you know these guys were taking advantage of me, and uh-huh. I was just a poor poor young kid. Uh, <laughs> And it turned out that each little click yeah. was five minutes. So I'd put like two and a half hours of, for one of, car? Of, fr- of free wash in this, free one, wash. In this bay. Oh. And, and so <laughs> I didn't know how to turn it off. I mean, I learned this later after I was unemployed. Uh, <laughs> because of this. But I, I, uh, I called the owner. Um, actually, I called my friend, and he called the owner, who was his uncle or something, and I was summarily uh, dismissed. Dismissed. Yeah. So you know that was that was my first uh, termination and my last termination. I would say. No kidding. Yeah. You haven't been fired since the first time you got I ha- fired. I have not. No shit. No. Have you walked off of jobs? No. Nope. I've really only had three jobs in uh, forty years. I had three jobs in the last five minutes. Goddamn, right. <laughs> Jake got three jobs right now. I got three right. jobs going right yeah, now. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. It, the ironic thing is that you're the VP of HR for a very large global company. Only three jobs. Never been fired except for once. And from that was a, from the a, first From time. a car wash. Oh from God a car wash. Goddamn car wash. Yeah. I, I can't handle the car wash stuff. Ah, that's okay. cool. That's so funny. I, <laughs> how many jobs, Jake, do you think you've had in your life? Uh, I, I, no way I could even count. Is it about as much as somebody's uh, hitting I'll, average? I, I will say the well, probably yeah. Uh, most of the Rangers, if you take that the Rangers average <laughs> batting average, that's probably the amount of jobs I've had. I will say though, I've worked since about thirteen. You have little summer jobs, and uh, we had a, a friend in Oklahoma who owned a hotel. So I've never heard this story. And uh, well, Bullshit. no, just working at the. Oh yeah, <laughs> you lived it. Sorry, this is dumb. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, we had a friend that owned a hotel. Let me come do stuff uh, there when I was uh, 14 or 15. I made flyers and put them around the neighborhood to teach basketball, babysit, whatever, on people's doors to hire me for stuff. And yeah. uh, you weren't on uh, inline skates, were you? Not at, not at the time, no. Okay. But I did have the short shorts when I went to the. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I've had a lot of jobs. And that was your first one that. My first job? Your first job was marketing, essentially. My first real job? No, you just said. Oh, my first job, yeah. Well, actually, the first time I ever made money was uh, fifth grade. I had a pair of Air Jordans that I sold to a kid. and, <laughs> and uh, On payments. On payment plans, $5 a week. Did you put interest on that bad boy? No, just $5 a week. But it, it, it made me realize that I could make money off the kids in my school. So I was in fifth grade at the time, which in Oklahoma is, is elementary school. My mom was a teacher at the junior high so every okay. day after school i would take the bus over to the junior high uh-huh. well it's at uh at the elementary level you didn't get book covers you had to make your own out of out of brown paper bags and stuff like that for, for the we books. were proud to do it well at the junior high they had these really cool ones that were already made that you could fold you know they were it book- had a play it would tell you where to fold tell you shit. where to fold and it was color and all that kind of stuff yeah advertisers would would right. sort of, yeah. Well, they'd get them for free there, so I'd go grab a stack of them from my mom's room and take them back to my elementary school and sell them for a quarter apiece. Yeah. yeah. 
I always had money. You know, the apple sort of didn't fall far from the tree here, really. I, I think, I, I don't know. You've got three businesses going right now. You've got, well, no. we talked about it before. Yeah, on episode no, it's, it's, just Paris, it's just Periscope, right? Yeah. Yeah, Periscope Records, mm-hmm. Song per- Stand. Yeah, Song Stand's kind of on a highest right now. We're waiting for some government stuff to get cleared up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But that's it. Pandora went through that same thing. Yeah, I know. They really did. They came out on the right side of it. Mm-hmm. They were going to crush that company. Remember that? Because they were going to charge Pandora the same thing that, you know, radio ASCAP stations. gets, yeah. you know, does radio stations for. And they go, yeah, they you go guys, yeah. you, you want us to open our books and show that, you know, somebody who's not in the living room well, has that on and that we're going to charge. I know we're going to talk about this later, but, you know, some of our music gets played on some of those uh, services and we get like uh, a 30 second of a cent for a spin really they'll accumulate that and then yeah and then is there a break point where they yeah they issue a check yeah they don't issue a check they pay you through a cd baby and you get a statement and so it's you'll see something for 14 cents and you go look at it and you had 82 spins you know and it added up to 14 hey that's more than half the fucking bands on red river (laughs) and austin absolutely spins goddamn yeah well um so north side of uh, Fort Worth, yeah. that was your first job. You mm-hmm. do this now. Um, the shittiest job I had, I think we kind of roundtabled it. Shittiest job I had was um, one summer I worked for a farmer there in Frisco, Texas, which is north of Dallas. Were I you uh, sunflower? I planted tulips. Was that the Frisco Coons? Frisco Fighting Coons. Yeah. You, you planted tulips? <sighs> right on these. Did they grow? Every day. Hey, hey. hey. All right. Let's, let's, no, we're not reeling that back in. No, that, it was uh, pulling sunflowers out of a maize field because these, um, like the, the, I guess the big combine that would cut yeah. the maize, it had these teeth sort of like scissors. Yeah. And by and maize, you mean corn. The Indians called it maize. Just call it no, corn. No, maize is like. Sorghum, grain sorghum, yeah, Jake, yeah. If, you, if you must. It's a different thing. It's brownish kind yeah, of color. Yeah, exactly. And it had this chaff that would fall and itch yeah. all over like a motherfucker. But yeah. these big um, sunflowers would grow, and they'd be like, the stalk would be like three or four inches in yeah. diameter. and Screw with the uh, Yeah, combine. if that combine did it, it would break those teeth, and you had to disassemble the whole thing, cause downtime and all this shit. So if you sprayed them, they would still be standing up and still fuck them up. So you yeah. had to have somebody hand go through there and pull all of them out. Yeah. It was just, it was just, goddamn awful, awful job. Is how long till you retire, Big Oil? I don't know. I can't say. There may be people listening. Can't say on the Jello podcast. I can't say. All right, we're gonna edit this out. We have we we have he some. said cla- forty five years. That's great. We have some classified information on the Jello podcast now. <laughs> Certainly do. We do. We sort of got a, a celebrity there. Um, th- tonight on the Jello podcast, let me give you a br- brief rundown. We're gonna go about an hour and fifteen, maybe an hour and a half, maybe two and a half. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Cowboys, Rangers, anticipated wins and losses. That'd be about a thirty second segment. Be- <laughs> True. There's no even. You don't even have to ask the reason why. Best play you've ever seen, Cowboys Rangers history. Worst shit you've ever seen. The, be- the best play, yeah. Let's do it now. Um, you know, there's there's several, not in recent years, but I've been through. Um, you know, I was a I was a Cowboy fan. I remember Don Meredith. Okay. I don't remember Eddie LeBaron, but I remember Don Meredith. For our younger listener, well, that would be what era? Seventy. That would be uh, early sixties. Early 60s, like 63, 64, 65. Okay. Um, you know, so the, uh, the Meredith era, we got to, uh, you know, 
to be competitive into the playoffs. And then Staubach came along. And uh, so it was the Hail Mary against Minnesota. What, um, I have a question. What made Don Meredith quit? Or did it, was he well, you know, back in, those, back in those days, careers just didn't last as long. Um, you know, I, you, for, for quarterback. For, I think Meredith played eight or nine years. He didn't play that long. Shit, that's it. And and the other thing, you know, for in, a guy that that's in in those years, two thousand yards passing was a huge year. Uh, you were it was running game because you three three yards in a cloud of dust at it most of the time. Yeah, it was, and it was Meredith and Bob Hayes that sort of coined the bomb. You bullet, know, throw bullet. the bomb. Bob Hayes was a track guy. Bullet Bob Hayes. Uh, yeah, Bullet Bob Hayes. He was an Olympic sprinter. Wasn't yeah, he won a gold. He medal. was. Yeah. He won a gold medal, and and he would just go deep, and Meredith <laughs> just send his ass, and, smoke that corner, and yeah. I'll put it up for you. And and Meredith would would drop back and throw it as far as he could, and that was kind of the a, a revolution in those days. Uh, but it was it was the hail mary with, um, I think it was Preston Pearson, Drew Pearson, Drew, yeah, Drew Pearson, yeah, Preston Pearson. Preston was the daddy. Yeah, yeah. he played with uh-huh. uh, Steelers, I think. Um, <laughs> We're such dickheads. We jump on Drew. It's fucking Drew Pearson. I got a lot of right stuff. Right now, to the rem- listeners going Drew. I said I, I got a lot of stuff to remember. Um, Have you? And so <laughs> that was because that that game we'd all but given up on, and then you know he just I think against Pier- the Steelers. I think said. no, it was against the Vikings. Okay. And uh, this I was get, a playoff game. Uh, yes. Describe it. Yeah. And so that was that was a great play. Um. You know, it was the first Hail Mary that you had seen? Is that, no, is that it, was, it was just, just one of the fucking it, best. It's just you thought the game was lost. And um, Stallback drops back, and, and Pearson probably did push off the defender. There wasn't That foul didn't exist It did. Ex- it did exist. They it just, did? They just didn't call it. They let you play back then. So. Uh, yeah, and uh, it was a touchdown. You couldn't as, mug a guy back then, though. It, it was the last uh, few seconds of the game, and it was uh, – I still remember. I think it was in 1975. But it's hard for a ref to make that call in the last couple of seconds of a game. This is the first quarter, second quarter. It's hard to let a foul. <sighs> damn, you know what I mean? You're right, man, because then what he's doing is he's interjecting himself as a part right. of the game, and, and that's not what they – yeah, they don't want to be. They don't want to go down as being a part of in, that play. NBA, they do, but unless you're Danny Crawford or Joey Crawford. God damn right. So you saw that as your that, as your top. Now you didn't at least see that top in, three plays. You yeah. didn't see that in person, did you? No, I was on TV, and actually have gone back and uh, acquired a, a picture with autographs of Staubach releasing the ball, and Pearson, a sep- and then a second picture of Pearson catching that ball. And they've autographed both pictures. Now, you have that picture in your – you have another bar. That's, yes. That's not Triple Crown Saloon. Yes, that's In correct. your home. And do you have a name for that area? No, nah, it's just upstairs. Are it's you just, sure? Yeah, no, nah, nah, it's not – Do I'm, I need to pause this on the I, Jello podcast so we can – No, I'm not a, I'm not a real – you know, some people name their cars and name everything. I'm not a real namer. Okay. But uh, you know, but you do have that. It's sort of not a collage. What would you call that then? Those two. Scenes? Yeah, we. I just just I have some sports memorabilia up yeah. there on the wall, and so it's kind of cool. If I remember, you've got a could call it the museum, a yeah, shrine, a, an ark, a covenant. Yeah, there's some cool plates, cool things in there. How many people can you seat in that bar? Oh, uh, uh, how many bar stools? I mean, oh, there's only two bar stools, but it's a relatively large room. But we yeah. we watch TV in there. It's kind of the 
And sports you can close room. the doors to that thing too, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Um, the worst play you've seen from the Cowboys. Jake, we'll get to you in a minute. He's over there. Jake, he's tapping his foot. He, he, you, you know, those are probably uh, for more recent times. And I guess the one that sticks out of my mind is when Romo fumbled the snap. Oh, God. In Seattle? Yeah. I still maintain. He made the first down. You do maintain on that? On that scramble, if you look, he, he had a first down on that run. Who was the kicker? I don't know. Is that Automatica Grammatica yeah, at that if time? If Grammatica blocks backside, we don't have this goddamn conversation. <laughs> I'm tell- so yeah. there's two. Th- and that's another thing. Anyway, that was the worst. That, that was the worst. That was the, that's probably the one that sticks out. I'm sure there are others. I thought it was going to be that? the catch. What was that? Oh, oh two, well, oh three. You know, now that you remind me, the, the catch the Clark made against us in the NFC Championship game. What year? Uh, I don't know Rough, the year, roughly. but it was Montana. This have been 80... Oh, 83, okay. 82, Back when the NFC Championship was the real Super Bowl. Had, had two, yeah. two tall Jones, was, yeah. was pressuring Montana. And, and in his own words, and this is what makes it hurt even worse, he was throwing the ball away. Oh, shit. He could, I don't think he could even see Clark in the end zone. And, just, and he just flings it, and Clark happens to be there, jumps up, makes a fantastic catch, and we lose. Oh, my. In the last minute. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's a bad one. You know, and, yeah. and another bad one in more contemporary times, I don't know, it was three or four years ago when we're beating the Redskins and we fumble. That's mine. Yeah, we fumble in the last seconds. What, was it the fumble or was it the screen pass that was intercepted and running back for a touchdown in the final game to, to see who goes to the playoffs? Oh, you can add that one. There's multiple okay. bad plays recently. Jake, let's your best triumph most triumphant moments i guess in a couple of plays for for cowboys football um for me the one that sticks out the most and i, and I guess it's because i was there was when emmett broke the nfl rushing record you were there for that game yeah dad and i were there was the place loud as shit it was it was uh yeah and that was a really cool game uh to see in that play you know it, i think he needed 91 yards going into that game or 92 yards something like that going in that game and, and everybody knew he was going to hit it too right oh yeah because even the d i'm sure because like, the uh the next two weeks were on the road so he wanted to do it at home uh so everybody was you know really really pulling for that so that yeah that was a great play um <laughs> You know, but I would have to say, you know, some of the some of the catches that Alvin Harper made back in the '90s really? uh, on some of those, you know, just yeah. Aikman would throw them up and he would run and jump over somebody and, and catch it. Uh, were always pretty amazing. Yeah. Um. So, but as far as as, as a play, I, you know, nothing. I, unfortunately, mostly in my era, <laughs> there's not a whole lot to <laughs> sure. You know, I mean, after after '95, we've sucked. Yeah. So. Well, no, the Emmett Smith, that's, that's significant. Now, every time we make a first down is a great play. So, maybe we, um, can, we can. Only happens a few times a game. Put that in there, yeah. Your worst, I think you sort of piggybacked on to yeah, Big Oil there. But. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. But, but for me, it was that Washington game, I think, two years ago when we had the chance to go to the playoffs and Romo drops back uh, and tries to throw a screen. And uh, <laughs> throws it right to the to the arms of the of the defensive end and God runs it back lady. for a touchdown. What is that about him, Big Old? What what do you see? I don't know. You know, it, it it's a, it's frustrating being a, a cowboy fan. I always will be, but uh, we just seem to uh, not do things to make our team better. So I'll I'll not go any further. 
Any others that you can think of, Jake? Um, the fact that uh, Scott Fajita intercepted the ball twice uh, against us one game kind of hurts. <laughs> the, on the Fujita Just scale, that was a on five. On the Fujita for scale, you. that was a five. Yeah, <laughs> it's about how much a tornado eats. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there's just a lot. I mean, you know, every the the fumble snap, the the fourth. Now, I don't blame Romo for us sucking. Uh, I'm not one of those guys that's a Romo hater. I think Romo's actually a decent quarterback, and if you look at his numbers, he's not the problem. No. Um, but you know, there's just there's just not a whole lot that that uh, it's it's the same mistakes over and over every year. So yeah. New Orleans have got 40 first downs against us. 40. Shit, 40 yards is too much for yeah. a dealer to allow. Mm. 40 first downs. <laughs> That's, That's 400 a record, yards. Yeah. NFL record. It's easy 400 and yards, then, right? And then people want to blame it's, Romo. It's at a minimum 400 yards. Yeah. yeah. You can't allow that. I mean, our offense, if people go back and look, the Cowboys offense, I think the last two or three years, have been the top five in the league. Our defense has been ranked dead last. Dead last. And people want to blame Romo. It's not Romo's fault. You, the guy puts up 35 points a game, and you lose 40 to 35. That's not Romo's fault. Or what was, if what if was you don't put him in a position where he has to make those goddamn clutch throws, maybe he's a little more relaxed. He don't throw a pick at the last goddamn well, what, what second. Was, what you know? was I the, mean, shit. What was the Denver score last year? 52 to 48 or something like that's that? That's the hardest they played that's all right. year. Yeah. That's the he hardest 40, they He scored 48 points and lose. Now, I think Romo screwed up at the end of that game. He did. He threw he an did. interception. But, but, sure the, did. but the defense gives up 52 points. Yeah, so nobody if, talks about that. Yeah. You put him in a shitty position. Yeah. The only, I mean, you guys, I'm on top of what you both like. The shittiest one for me was against when it was Parcells last year. And we've talked about this, Jake. Uh, we were playing the Redskins to go into the playoffs. Time had expired. And we somehow through a penalty happened. We had a fucking field goal kick to make with zero seconds on the clock. Shank that. I don't remember just it was I think it was oh eight. No, no, it was like oh six. Was that was that Billy Cuntiff? I was just like, ah oh, no. And uh um, oh, was that my wife was at the my ex wife is at the other end of the house. She goes, Are you okay? What's the matter? And she heard it. But I was just like how do they beat us with no goddamn time on but the it's clock? But it's not su- <laughs> it's not surprising, you know, it's you expect it. Yeah. That may have actually been Jose Cortez. I think I remember that play. Oh shit, you're right. Those kind of things make you wonder why you should get up in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right, let's bump out here. We'll come back. Uh, second session, Big Oil. Jake Crown over myself. What do we got in a second? Talk some music, I yeah, think. Yeah, music biz. Uh, we're talking about your band, Big Oil. Cool. No refund band, uh, best concerts, yep. first concerts, shit like that. See you on the flip side. Okay, guys. Why get up? Why get up? Why get up? How can I get up? Why should I get up? This whole world's gone crazy. Think I've seen enough. I'm gonna sleep forever. Why get up? Went to the doctor 
Big Oil said, are y'all going to play anything from my era? I think Fabulous Thunderbird sort of kind of crossed, crossed that, right? Well, no. That's kind of a 50s sounding not song. Really. I'm not 50s. <laughs> I grew up in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> you just got glossed, Big old friend. <laughs> Give us a rundown of some of your favorite bands. Ooh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's uh, because I, I'm, I'm old enough, I, you know, I remember the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show. Yeah, and so that sort of—I wouldn't say it, it defined what I liked in music, but it was the beginning of what I liked in music in that whole era, the '60s and the '70s. And when you look at that music, it's lasted. <laughs> awesome! Hey, the, we got uh, our first call in. And, uh, <laughs> All right, guys, uh, yeah. caller, you're on. That phone's still ringing. Yeah. I th- I want- <laughs> okay, that caller was. Uh, Is somebody one- called in to tell you that they wanted you to. Well, it's one, you know, it's it's a it's occupational hazard when you're in the music <laughs> business. You just never know who's going to get your number. Uh-huh. And and they called to tell Big O, hey, remember our band together? <laughs> How come I'm not on your favorite band yeah. list? Yeah, it was Archie Bell <laughs> and the and Drills. The drills. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's old school. No, you. So you said uh, you uh, Beatles on it, Ed Sullivan and so on. So yeah, on. and so yeah. it sort of got me um, in that whole era. And I think I said, you know, the, the music from our, my era has lasted. And, I mean, even Jake and my, my sons listen to the same music I listen to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, I, and I, um, I went through lots of stages, I guess, as a young, a young kid in that, in that time. Um, young, strong, man. <laughs> young, young, strong. But, healthy. Yeah, healthy boy. And, uh, you know, I, I would say that I, I became um, – Grand Funk Railroad was one of my favorites. Okay. I went to see them several times. Yeah. Allman Brothers. Oh, uh, yeah. He, one of my all-time favorites. Um, you know, their Live at Fillmore East is, if you could take one album on an island, that would be it. 
Sure. And that was a huge influence for me. Sure. Um, of course, you had lots of other uh, bands of the time, Led Zeppelin, uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, and, and lots of bands like them. Uh, Pink Floyd. You're sort of a man of tradition when it comes to music. I mean, that's, that's yeah, classic. I, you know, and I, I was uh, back in that in that time. Everyone was that way because you had in our town we had two rock stations. Uh, you had a country station and a soul station, and that was it. There was not all of this FM, you know, underground. Uh, this slice of the this slice of the pie and that slice of the pie. So you yeah. you were sort of mainstream top forty. Pop didn't rule the world back then. You, you think about how we get media now. I mean, there's 15 different ways. I mean, you can oh, get yeah. it. it all comes through your phone. You can get it through your phone. You can get it a website. You can get it yeah, I really computer. hate to. com. You can. I really hate to date myself, but we had uh, four. You do? Four, it's a little late. Four <laughs> channels. We had four channels. I was my dad's remote. On rem- what? I, on TV. I was my dad's remote. Put that on channel four, get boy. <laughs> I was I was the remote. Okay. <laughs> um, the kids what's days, your best man. concert you said you ever seen? Well, you know, or I, did you say I, I saw some that good? Phone call I, did, got I me. didn't say the best. Now I'll tell you some I've seen. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned, Grand Funk Railroad several times. Um, saw the Moody Blues when they were in their prime. I saw Humble Pie. Um, and but but probably the best one was the Back to the Almond Brothers. I saw them live. You know, you saw them live. Where did you see them live at? Was it Fort Worth? It was Fort Worth, yeah. Yep. And um, where would that be? Caravan of Dreams? No, it was in the Tarrant County Caravan Convention Center. Like that. Tarrant County down over there. <laughs> it's a geodesic dome. Tarrant County Convention Center. That, and that was okay. Yeah. And that was before Dallas had their convention center, so all the cool concerts came to Fort Worth. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jay? The best concert I've ever seen? Yeah. Wow, there's so many of them. I know, right? That's a hard one to pin down. Uh, uh, kudos to Big Old for actually. Well, they only had four rock stations back oh, then. Yeah. I mean, we only had four. We only no, had we four only had, rock stations. Or had, two rock we stations. We had four stations, two rock stations. Yeah, it would have been easy to decide. You know, probably for me, uh, one of the best I've seen uh, was was recent last God. year um, when I saw Pearl Jam at Wrigley Field. Oh yeah, which was a great. Great show. Check out um, episode 29. You can hear all about it. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, I've seen uh, episode 32. The Soundgarden show we went to was was fresh. Was pretty fresh good. Fresh on your mind. Um, you know, but I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of good shows. I've seen some good Rolling Stone shows. Um, you know, as far as actual shows go and, mm-hmm. and more the entertainment side of it, uh, you know, a lot of bands out there like the Matchbox 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, Maroon Fives, uh, not necessarily on the music side, but on the show side, yeah. are really good. Um, you make a good point. It's it's kind of hard to pin it down because sometimes it's about like the vibe and where it was, right? Not yeah. necessarily the performance, kind of mood you're in. Yeah, you know, shit. do I want to see a short? I just want to rock out. Yeah, you know three what cups I mean? of mushrooms. You know, right? Whatever, exactly. Yeah, whatever you choose to do, dose yourself with. Well, it was an interesting with. thing uh, dynamic. One. So when I was going to concerts when I was a kid, yeah. Uh, of course, it was all people my age and. Um, when I went to see the Rolling Stones, um, I've seen them a couple times since they, in their older older years. Uh-huh. And you, if, if someone told you you were at a Billy Graham meeting, you couldn't tell the difference. And I remember in particular where we... What do you mean? Well, well, I remember in particular where we sat. The guy next to us had to be in his 60s uh-huh. with his pants pulled up, you know, way over his belly button. <laughs> and his wife looked like the church lady. And... 
he gets up and starts rocking during the show and, and broke a hip and she she's just uh she's just sitting there you know bored stiff uh, <laughs> the guy the guy <laughs> uh, then you got a group of young people just below us smoking pot yeah you know it, so it was interesting mix of people yeah. which i guess is a testament to the music well, and you still get that. You know, that's you get that a lot of, at Pearl Jam shows. Uh, really? You, you know, I've been to a lot of them. I, I sit next to teenagers and then sit next to guys who are 60. Yeah. You know, the difference is that everybody smokes pot there. It's not just the young <laughs> right. guys, you know. So. Well, shit. Because I mean, that young kid that was smoking pot at the Rolling Stone show is now the 60-year-old at the Pearl Jam show. Yeah, that's probably right. You know, still. Yeah, this is why we've got two generations of Crown over here. I love yeah. Um, no Refund Band is the name of your band. Yeah. How many albums do you have? We've had we've had uh, we're, we've just finished our second. Uh, it's not been released yet. Our first one, uh, probably a little to our surprise, uh, had a lot of play around the world. Actually, uh, we made it in the blues and very uh, big in Belgium. Uh, we're huge in Finland. Huge. Um, actually, we're big in Australia. Uh, now I don't know how big the blues market is there, but we made the number twenty three in in Australia. You stop fishing out of my pond. That's my blues market. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, some some guy said, "Well, is that good?" I said, "Number anything is good." Yeah, you know. Correct. So it, it we made the album with no expectations. When we um, yeah, you did. Oh well, we wanted expected to make it not to suck. We we want yeah we didn't want it to suck. When we listened to the playback, we sort of thought, you know, this is pretty good. Uh, we knew we were biased, of course, but even even dis- discounting yeah. discounting that, we thought this was pretty good, and so. I, I talked to Jake, you know, well, then what do we do? Uh, and so we su- he suggested finding a promoter. So we found probably the best blues promoter in the business, a guy named Frank Rozak out in L.A. And Not a Jew? No, I don't think so. Rozak I don't know. If he's, if he's in the music me. business and he's in L.A., I, I'd put my money he's a Jew. Uh, Rozak? That sounds kind of Jewy to me. But, uh, don't he, call him on Ramadan, man, because he won't answer. He will not pick up. Ramadan is not Jewish. <laughs> Ramadan is not Jewish. <laughs> he won't answer. I know it's not Jewish, but he won't answer that day either. Um, He's not taking your Kuala call. Lumpur is what I'm thinking of. So he, uh, what's, what's the religious holiday? Did you say Kuala Lumpur? <laughs> what is, what am I thinking of? the city that has the tallest building in the world. Big old, continue on. The Jewish holiday, he will not answer that phone I don't if know you what call him. Hanukkah? That's, that's Christmas. No, no, it's Hanukkah. Kuala Lumpur, something like that, is a religious day that they have where oh, they don't work. It's not Kuala Lumpur. That's no, a, it's Kuala. It's it's something it's Lumpur or Kuala Lumpur, something like that. Kuala Bear. We'll go Kuala Bear. Okay. Uh, anyway, he uh, a Jew is all I'm saying. <laughs> so, so we sent a couple. I'm going to ignore all of this uh, religious discussion. Probably the best. So, so I sent it out to Frank, For and you. and he listened to it, and he said, "I'd love to promote it." And so we did. We sent it out to. Uh, I guess 400 outlets and uh well that's what you pay a promoter to do is to be able to use his distribution yeah. network sort of right yeah, we, we, we had reviews written in eight languages um oh so, shit yeah eight languages hey, the same you, review in eight languages or eight probably. different reviews eight different reviews um in eight, uh, oh really yeah in eight languages. so eight different critics yeah eight and eight different publications so you explain to me and jake you, you have a specific view into this where you have a specific view big oil but You've done this a lot of times. What's a, what's a fee for that sort of service? It, it depends. I mean, the, and it's different. For example, on the countryside, you, you, push, you push a single. And in a rock side, you push a single. The blues side and the Americana side, you put, they don't push singles. You push an album. Really? 
Yeah, so yeah. it's it's a little different, you know, where you're where because I, of your buyer is that why? Well, just it's, the market. It's a different okay. market, and so a lot of a lot of these guys uh, have blue shows on a on a contemporary station, and they get an hour, two hours, and so Syndicated. and and so you know they don't want you to just tell them one song they can play. They'll listen to the album, and and then pick what they want. Yeah. Now the other thing in blues is you're still competing with BB King. Uh, Muddy Waters, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and and so we'd get our playlist of, of from a holes just remastering crap and re-releasing it. No, no, these would be. I mean, it's actually BB King. Okay. And well, when Stevie's when we get doing that. our promoter, he would send us the playlist of stations we we're played on, and so you look at the whole playlist, and mm-hmm. we're being played right after Muddy oh, Waters, right it. before BB right King. In the middle of that, yeah. And so, and so there's still lots of competition for limited space. So what's a fee like that run to get uh, him to do yeah, that? Uh, Three grand ish. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's and again that is varies. Is that about? It, it varies on a regional and a blues and Americana. Yeah, if you're looking at a national single release. Yeah. What would um, you put? For you know for a secondary market release in fifteen. And, and to be clear, secondary market. For example, yeah, what does that mean for Austin, Texas is a secondary market. San Antonio is a secondary market. Uh-huh. Dallas is a primary market. Chicago, Houston, Chicago, LA, LA, LA yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Primary market. So the, the smaller secondary markets for a 15 city push of your single yeah. for four months, you're looking at about 45 grand. Okay. Um, where the blues, you know, obviously there's no major blues radio stations in these big towns. You don't. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there may be a blues station, but it's not like yeah. the big rock station, or the big country station, or the big. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and a lot of it too nowadays is stuff that's pushed through through web play uh a lot of uh, that's right. a lot of hell, blog a lot of hell, you know so 90 percent of the shit i get is through pandora or right is would xm be considered internet no 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 do they put your band no refund through like an xm distributor i mean we did, did you get we did, that too or was this just radio market it, it's radio it's internet radio um, it's, mm. it's, um, okay. magazines, blues magazines. I mean, we got, we got our, our reviews written up in those magazines yeah. as well. And, and blues, blues is really one of those genres that, that magazine write-ups still kind of mean something, you know? I mean, yeah, it, your consumer will. Yeah. In, in, in rock and, and country. I mean, we don't, we don't hardly focus on magazine write-ups because they don't really do anything, but blues is still a market where that kind of matters. It's crap. It's well, and I think I think a blues listener usually is a little more sophisticated than than most other listeners. Yes, uh, they're usually a little older. Yeah, you know they they have a little higher income. They, they have like this shit like they like it. And and they're not they didn't grow up in the internet age. They didn't grow up in the stuff like that. So I think you know yeah. they still will go buy a magazine and and you know right. read a magazine. And mm-hmm. uh, so those those type of things in the blues market really I think affect a lot more than, than any other genre right. out there. Yeah, and so it was just um, the first one was self-titled. Uh, in fact, if you what was it called? Uh, it, it was called the No Refund Band. No Refund Band. And in fact, the pick, you know, we're so we're here remind uh, your listeners that we're in the the Triple Crown Saloon and no, in the you tri- do it and in the Triple Crown Saloon. <laughs> you have a microphone too. There's nah, three you, drivers nah, of this car. Nah, okay, you, you we're go gonna ahead. take it around the block as many times as you want. <laughs> well, okay, so here we are at the, <laughs> at the Triple Crown. I'm and uh, so if you look up, and uh, I'm going to instruct uh, the two guys here at the table to be look up at the neon sign. Jake that, won't do that, it. It says the no refund ban, and that was the picture at all that, that, um, yeah, that went on the front of the record. And so you can get it. Um, 
Um, I'm, can I advertise? Advertise the shit God, out of it. Yes. This okay. Is a forum you, for are that. you going to charge me? If you sell any, we do get a royalty on it. If I do, Jake, your own son will take a cut of what I've charged. <laughs> so you, you, you can go out um, a couple of ways you can get it. You can get it on iTunes, okay. uh, Amazon, all of the digital outlets. No shit. Yeah. Or um, you can get it on our website, norefundband.com. Yeah. You got any uh, You got any good shows coming up? Um, good show. Yeah. They're all good shows. But yeah, we, we're so we're about to end. It's good on you, though. <laughs> So don't let us forget to talk about our new record. Don't let me forget to talk no, about it. No, not at all. This is, but it's We're about to enter the um, international blues competition and and uh Where's so that? It's it starts we're we're going to go through the Houston Blues Society and they've invited us to to compete. And and so we're going to go compete and um who knows if we'll, but we 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 think we have a very good chance of advancing there. Uh you can't take anything for granted, but yeah. So we've got some gigs coming up. Well, half your guys are from Houston, right? Yeah. They're pros from Houston. Yeah, and I'm also a member of the Houston Blues Society, so okay. we have a representation there. Yeah. Uh, and so that competition's coming up in October and November, and so we've deliberately backed off some dates there, not knowing when we would play. That said, we play pretty regular um, in the San Antonio, New Braunfels area. Yeah. And uh, we have several places in Houston that we play. Uh, okay. We've got Katie's coming up. I don't know when this will be aired, but uh, okay. September 13th okay. uh, at Katie's, which is down uh, This will be on the site probably next week, so September 7th. Okay. Yeah. So 13th in, uh, at Katie's down in Baycliffe, which is over close to Kima. Um, down outside of Houston. Outside of Houston, south of Houston. And then we'll be at Billy's Ice House the following weekend. Uh, which is the 20th, mm. and then probably um, you could see us at the uh, Blues competition. We'll either be playing the 28th of October or the 5th of October uh, in a preliminary round. The finals would be, um, I think, the 13th of October, and then we'll know at that time if, if we win, we go to, uh, to Memphis. And the finals would be in the end of January. <laughs> that stands the reason that you would end up in So Memphis. if you win... What what you, what happens? Well, you know, if we win, we're not sure what happens. We we'd have to take it from there. We we hope we get good exposure, whether we win or lose. Uh, is, I mean, is there any cash? Is there any cash? No. Well, it's the record. Skrilla, baby. It, Talking it's, about cash on the barrel head. It, it's the it's the recognition that you get, and yeah. everyone uh, in the industry is there for that competition. That is, that is a typical music business competition where the bands make nothing, and and the. I saw a, a good article one time, or actually on Craigslist. It was an artist who came and posted to a restaurant. Because, you know, you always get these restaurants saying, hey, come play. It's great exposure. We can't pay you anything. <laughs> and he was having a party that he he put a, an ad out to get restaurants to come cater it for free because it was great exposure. <laughs> he, he flipped the script. He flipped, yeah. Because it was great, great exposure. exposure because I can't pay you anything, but it's good exposure for your restaurant to come cook. You know, there'll be 50 to 100 people there. Um it was. I think he was out of L.A. or something like that, oh, but it kind of funny. made the viral thing. I love it. Yeah, I love it. That had to be in a uh, like a best of Craigslist thing or something. Yeah, probably something yeah. like that. Uh, second album. Second I album. I want to gloss over this. We we've yeah. just um, we just finished it What's about it called? about a month ago. It's called Current State of Blue. All right. And I would say this is more reflective of the band. Our first one, we kind of threw spaghetti on the wall and see what stuck, what people liked. To show our you know, versatility. this is the Jello Potting Cast. You can you say, can say shit. shit yeah, at the that's fucking okay. wall. No, no, it was spaghetti. 
it's, it's purposefully spaghetti. More it, noodles, maybe. Uh, um, he didn't want to call his music shit, yes, yeah, but it wasn't. No, it was it was good yeah. stuff. I mean, it, and so, uh, but but this one has um, there's twelve tunes and uh, nine are originals. They're all nine to ten minutes long. No, no, we we we've only got one that's over. So, yeah, come on, we, come no, come clean. They're here. they're probably three to four minutes. We have one tune that's over six minutes, and that's so it. one long one. One long one. One tin pan alley. Yep. All right, sir. Yep. And um, we're going to release it. We're still waiting on artwork. Mm -hmm. uh, our original target was October 1st. If I get artwork like tomorrow, then we can probably still make that date. Otherwise, we'll probably push it maybe to the middle of October. You're not getting artwork tomorrow. We're out here in the middle of nowhere. We don't even have cell coverage. Well, maybe here. Monday. Yeah. If I could get it Monday. I, I doubt it. People, a lot of people can't get going on Monday. <laughs> I'm looking at Thursday Especially next week. Especially musicians. <laughs> yes. Yes. And artists. Uh -huh. Monday through Wednesday is weekend for a musician. Most uh -huh. of them. Yeah. And I'm still trying to get going. My back mm -hmm. hurts. Hoping amps. And then an, another little plug here. We're going to be on yeah, yeah, do it. Music on the Couch on September 22nd. Hey, you mentioned this. This is a, a guy. What's his forum is well he web he, he, or he's probably XM one of, or, or you know, he's on the web but he's also a um a, a blues booking agent he's he's huge into the blues um and Vinny marini is his name and he he books shows he uh, a perfect name for by the way he is, Vinny marini. is perfect and we were on this show uh before our first album and and we sent him an advanced copy of uh of our uh, new CD, and so he he wants us on the show, so we're thrilled about that. So September, have you talked to him uh, like in person, or yeah. do you let the management kind of do that? Uh, well, I let management handle it. You are management, I'm, but I'm management, so I talk to myself about it. But uh, <laughs> he had his people talk to his people, and but both of those people were. So me, he went to so. lunch by himself. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, I got you this. Got it? I you got, got this big one. So, well, there's one. Yeah, of those, go ahead. I'm not going to jump in on you. There's a song I'm just on there. Kind of lay a bed here for so you, if right? We're, if we're going to play one off of there, so I'll I handle have, this. I wrote, uh, I wrote one of those uh, all by myself. Which one? Be number three. Okay, what's it called? Um, it's called Saint Louis Bound. Saint Louis Bound. Yep. Um, I call it Saint Louis because I don't like that football team from there. This is Current State of Blue, the name of the, the title And song, I co-wrote co Current State of Blue. You did? Yes. Uh, with whom, since we're on it? Uh, with our lead singer, Ricky Jackson, our bass player, uh, Rick Robertson. The three of us wrote that song. You, you got two Ricks? Two Ricks. Rick, 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 Rick. <laughs> God damn, Jay. All right, St. Louis Bound, you wrote this yourself. It's yes. a three-minute, 34-second ditty. Let's hear it. Let's, let's jam it out. You want to? Yeah. I'm not going to cut your volume, so uh, feel free at any time to tell me. Let's jam it out. That little quick step there after that. Anticipated. Yeah. 
It's an anticipated uh, B flat. Oh then like B minor, which is the right. saddest of all minors. <laughs> in my opinion. No, this is cool. It, it, it's it's cool and compressed, and I like the I like the tempo. It's bluesy, man. It's. I wrote the song in about ten minutes. Isn't that funny that a lot of the, you know, some hit songs are just like. You want to hear the story? I do. We're listening to it right now. I laid a bed. We laid a bed for you, brother. <laughs> So there was this thing going around the internet. But hurry up and spill it because we're coming up on a break. You, you've, probably, you've, probably, <laughs> you've probably seen it. It's how to write a blues song. And it, it has I I have know, not. 20 or 30 things. And the first one is you cannot start a blues song with I've got a good woman. You can't? No, it's not blues. Are you crazy? And so this one starts out, I got a, a lot real... A people made a living doing that. I got a real mean blues-making woman. And that's how I started off. And you got you to talk about trains. And you got to talk about rain. Uh-huh. And you got to talk about uh, Buddy Guy always started with uh, I got a problem with my woman, got a problem with my wife. Okay, so I, I follow you. Yeah, so it, it, in uh, so I read this thing, and our bass player Rick Robertson actually sent it to me, uh-huh. and so I read it, and I thought what well, else? I, I can follow this formula. So I write the song in about ten minutes, and I sent it back to him, and I said, Oh, well, how about this? And so we, uh, he thought it was pretty cool. We sort of shelved it for a while. But we kept the lyrics, and then when we started putting this album together, uh, we brought it back out and uh, put the music to it, yeah. and uh, turned out pretty good. We've it's cool. It's it's not a twelve bar blues since that no shift is in there. No, it is not after the first bar blues. verse. Yeah. Well, what the f is it then? It it's uh, it, it's just something we made up. Yeah, I it's, mean it's different. It's got a little bit of one four five in it. For sure, but it's that's not the it's not the pattern. Yeah. You guys are getting way over our listeners' heads right now. Oh right? God, you're right. Okay, uh, let's see what else is on this sucker. So you may want to go back to current state of blue, which we also. I'm not wrote. going back. We're going forward. We're not my going friend. back. What do you want? What's uh, two other of your favorite it's never tracks straight, right here? By the way, it's always forward. Uh, I, I tell you, the one. Um, let me see this. Minute. No, you cannot see. You don't know the tracks on your own damn album. I didn't write. This. <laughs> you see, I'm mad. I, got <laughs> I didn't it. write this. Isn't that one? funny? Yeah, yeah. This is. A <laughs> <laughs> Big Fav- Oil is cool as a fan until you start okay, fucking with Stupid son of a bitch. Favorite Fool. He's hitting me now. Favorite Fool. Ricky Jackson, our lead singer, wrote this. Speaking of. And, and it's one of my favorite tunes on the record. No kidding. Because of that. It's a little more mellow. Mm. A little ham and eggs coming at you. <laughs> oh. Is that a rattlesnake? Mm. Did you hire a live rattlesnake? Oh, he's got a good voice. Let's go. Let's let it go for a minute. Meet me at that place. That place where those lies sound true. That's the place that we keep on coming back to. Here comes your favorite ride Through this house will light up Just to wind up without you You know you're the one I keep you coming back to Here comes your favorite Stay with denial That's the easy 
Isai Morales scene doing something. Uh, this, this I'll is, buy that too, yeah. It just seems like this should be in a movie that... Edward James almost feeling regret after beating one of his kids. That works too? Okay. Cool, cool song, no, don't you, you think? You said something while we were listening to this. Um, you're thinking of what, Humphrey Bogart? And yeah, uh, actually Current State of Blue, um, and that's a song when we perform it live, yeah. we, we will probably play it for 10 minutes because it's... Uh, it's and, and maybe if you could play it, no, you're not gonna play it. I'll describe it then. Look how upset it's, he it's, is. It's, it's, I'm only doing this because you don't want me to. <laughs> it reminds me of a Humphrey Bogart scene with the smoke-filled bar, you know, with the top yeah. half of the room full of smoke and in sort of a just an old-style club. Yeah, you know, I, one of my favorite things with the Almon Brothers is to see uh, what's his name? Uh, not Greg. Uh, yeah, Greg on the piano. Yeah, with a drink and a cigarette in that. Smoke yeah. going up, and right. then um, what is it? Not sweet Melissa, but um, oh man, I don't know. Anyway, this is uh, current state of blue, yeah. the title track. That's right. Um, this is shuffle, right? A little bit, yeah. Wouldn't you call that a shuffle? Got a little shuffle too. Saint Louis shuffle. Saint Louis. So crank Louis. it. Up. So crank it. Up. You want me to crank it? Crank it. Let's uh, let's crank it and go to a break, and then come back and. Let's do. Uh, when we come back, what are we gonna do? We got lots of stuff. Oh, okay, we're good. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, I want to hear uh, a couple of things. The worst venue you've ever played, Big Oil. Jake, the worst venue you've ever uh, managed a band and been into. Um, then we're going to do some vans. I have one thing on vans, okay? Just one little thing. Uh, flexing, you're talking about OLD. Yeah. Talking about the OLD. Um, and then you had two pieces of advice for the OLD. And we'll do that and we'll get out. Okay, cool.
Okay, we're back. We were talking about um, I like the tune, by the way. I see why it's the title track. Yeah, it's we we uh we've got a song on there called Buy the Blues and we thought that, you know, with no refund, buy the blues. There might be but you know, we nah that, that's overthinking it way too much, so we uh we love this tune. Well, having blue in the name of the song tells the person that's flipping through it, you know, hey, this is a blues band. Well, and we also, Ooh, you know, this is cool. getting a little philosophical, but the current state of blue is also sort of the current state of the band, and this is where we are. Well, you're not happy with it? Well, this this has, uh, we're, we're, we're very happy with it, but we are establishing the current state of blue. I see. see. Yeah. It's where the no refund band is, right? The current state of the no refund band. I get it. I get it, man. We can dig it. This is the quiet storm on yeah. the Jello Podcast. All right, man. This is Barry White. I've played with the No Refund Band over four times. <laughs> hey, uh, all right. Two two spots left. Uh, Vans and Flexin, OLD, some advice. And then section five. This is a quiz for you, Jake. Straight up. It's WWF. I'm going to play a song. You tell me who it is. Oh, he said bring it on. Bring he it. said bring it. Um, Ford stopped making the E350. Now, if you play in a regional band, you know what that is. Or if you go to church, uh, you, it's a 15-passenger van with, what? Four, five seats. Five, five benches? Five benches, yeah. We, we have a bus. How long is that bus? 45 feet. Oh, I've been on it lots of times. I love it. How <laughs> many miles on that son of a gun? Uh, Two million? No. Uh, Bullshit. 150,000 maybe? No, about 800,000. Good God. Can you make a Ford pickup go 800,000 miles? Got a Detroit Series 60 in it. That engine go forever. Well, you can make a Chevrolet go 800,000. Chevrolet go 50 miles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? Um, One of your drivers, Big Oil, I don't know which one it is, um, he was bragging on that bus because y'all have, you had a company called Alamo Coach. Yeah. It's several different buses. The one that you kind of use is a green, what year model is that, Prevo? 99. 99. Yeah. Nice bus. You redid the inside of it. Yeah. Super comfortable. 12 bunks, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Yep. AC. The sucker works well. Anyway, the guy was bragging on it. He was, I guess he was calling the crew for, I don't remember what tour it was. And then there were three or maybe three other buses. He said, dude, that thing would run as fast as any of those others because of that, I guess, that cat in there, that diesel that's in there. Is that why? Yeah, that, that still has, they, they had some regulations come out in 04. Um, papers, business yeah, papers. Yeah, that, 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 that bus has a 550 horsepower engine in it, and the buses that come out now are four, four, oh, really? 400 or 450. And in diesel speak, that's significant. Yeah, that's a lot. Right, yeah. I mean, in gas-powered cars and shit. Right. Well, that's 550 Clydesdales. Boy. Hoof <laughs> <laughs> pound and power. <laughs> so the E350 is going away for those of you who don't have the means to get a Prevo. The good thing is I work for a large manufacturer. Don't out there, boy. General Motors, the only game in town if you want a 15-passenger van. So uh, call me, 512. Just tweet us at Jello Potting Cast and we'll get in touch with you. That's right. Okay, flexing. We get to sex and flexing. I was talking about Big Oil, you've run a marathon before? Five. Five marathons. Horse crap. No, five. 
in a row? I, I ran. <laughs> I, cause you have, really? Just because they were on my way. Oh, now, did you run all those? Or did now you we're getting it? fucking worked. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, ran the New York Marathon in 1982, yeah. Which means you had to qualify to get in the damn thing. No. Right? You can't just send them a money, a money order and like, get your... Uh, well, for New York Marathon, you enter a lottery. Mm. And so I was picked in the lottery. And okay. I think it's the Boston one you have to qualify yeah, for. Yeah, the Boston uh, one you have to qualify. Yeah. Which, which other ones? Uh, I ran the Cowtown Marathon, which is in my hometown. Um, three Fort times. Worth. Ran it three times. And then I ran uh, the White Rock in Dallas once. Uh, White Rock uh, White Rock Lake? Mar- yeah, right? it was a... Ra- it's, I don't know if it's still Rockwall, called, Texas. It, it was around the White Rock Lake in those days. I think they've changed the course now, but back in those days, it was around the lake. Back but in that the day was, when mammoths went and men were uh, men and marathons and, were marathons, <laughs> and then women were hairy. Okay. And uh, it was in the <laughs> '80s, so I ran five in the '80s and decided that was enough for that. But uh, yeah, five. But you marathons. got old. You got old. OLD. Well, yeah, but you OLD. I got OLD. What are the two rules that you? Uh, you never, you never pass up an opportunity to pee, okay. and you never trust a fart uh, <laughs> when you get old. I mean, it's, those are two mandatory uh, That's good activities. Advice. That's yes. sound advice. Yes. <laughs> never go wrong with that. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Um, I want to bump out here. Uh, thanks for doing this, Big Old. Thanks for having us. No, it's fun. Obviously, at the um, Triple Crown Saloon. Yep. Is there a membership here, or do you? Yeah, I mean, just, it's membership. Uh, is it BYOB? I it's mean, a membership by you, invitation. You have to qualify. Yeah, you have to qualify. Well, first you have to have it's, me on your show. It's sort of like the Boston Marathon. Marathon. Yeah, you have to have me on your show, or you mm-hmm. have to work. Do work, son. You got yeah, What do you mean you, by work? You got a clear cedar, or you got a. We go clear some cut brush. down trees or something. Really. Yeah, so I'm you're glad you have. Let's just do the show. It's a good thing have the show. If you need a bass player, call your son. <laughs> then, you know, I'll have my people talk to your people. We'll do lunch. No, you're supposed to have a. Uh, uh, you can't have a white dude on bass in a blues band. It won't work. Just sure curse you. Rick Robertson, our guy, studio musician for 40 years. Great What's his bass name? player. Rick Robertson. That's Rick. That's Rick. That's Robertson. the other Rick. Yeah. Studio musician for how many years? For 40 years. At, at um, the, where we recorded our record, and I was at. Sugar, Shit, man, he must be Sugar Hill Studios. He's on all of Freddie Fender stuff, all of it. Joey's dad? Yeah, he's right. played with Joey Borges' dad. Yeah, he invented the di- kidney dialysis <laughs> machine. Did you know that? Little known fact. Yeah, uh, it's it's really kind of weird. The shit that you know and the stuff that you've seen. Uh, I'm gonna jump out here, Jake. With one more fabulous T-Birds. You said something from your era. I don't think they're really from your era, but they sound like it. When we come back, WWF, it's going to be quick hits. All right. And then we're going to grade you, and then your father's going to slap you. Okay? We'll be coming up. goof this i was busy counting how many there are i got a little happy about this there's 14 of these wwf themes now 
Big Oil, he gave me this CD, demanded that I burn it to this, and now here we are. I don't think I demanded you burn it. I think I gave you it to you because I didn't you want didn't it. want it. I didn't want it. <laughs> okay. If it was made of toilet paper, you would wipe your, wipe your butt with it. But all right. So 14 of these, and then I'm going to say you get seven of 14. So you're going to play an entrance theme, and I have to tell you what wrestler it is. Is this how this works? You do, and if you get it right, I know it's your CD. I'm still only giving you a half. Big Oil, you got a number on him? How many will get right? Yeah. Um, I'll say seven. I'll say half. Because I don't know any of this stuff. We don't give you any credit. Screw this was a guys. CD that you gave me that you'd had for a long time. Only seven. Seven out of 14. All right, it starts now. Let me get my pen ready. Hey, wait. Will you, will you tally this? Sure. Will you tally me banana? I can do okay. uh, this higher math. Jake's stretching his hamstrings now. All right. Huh, do some he just popped all his fingers. Did I need to do some push-ups before you go run a 40-yard dash? No, you'll throw your hip out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, are you ready? You already got one of them, so I'll start. Wait, if I go by the road, like the where the CDs... Um, I can tell you, I don't remember what's on that CD. I, I don't know the order. Look me in the eye and I tell do, me you don't know. I do what not the know order. the order of that CD. You think I sit around and memorize WWF CD orders? Possibly. You just touched your face and blinked. He, he's lying. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens. <laughs> he looked left. <laughs> he looked down and left. <laughs> Either that or he's a visual learner. It's one of the two. <laughs> Are you ready? Go. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Is that correct? It is. Do you have the names on there? Do you know what they yes, are? Yes, ass. Why well, think I mean you ass? Think I it's a simple it. question. What, you think I'm going to research this after? Do you think you can get internet service out here at the uh, Triple Actually, Con? you can. You can. Hey, let's, how do you do that? There's no cable running out here. Is it? Does it do a satellite? Uh, it comes no, from wait. the moon, man. Don't you know anything? It's, we it's, landed on the moon. It's confidential. We landed on the moon. It Actually, is? It, yeah. Oh, those giant antennas. Yeah, no, it comes through a, uh, a phone line. You can get internet oh, through Dish Network. It's, it's paired. It's Twisted Pair. It's Cat5. Twisted, twisted Pair. <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with you in a minute. Well, well and if, you and me are going to go around and If around. I tell you how I did it, then I'd have to pay for you it. Might. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say kill me. Okay, good. Ready? Yep. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. You know, I can see this guy's face, but... Um, um I can I... Can I give you a hint? Sure. It's plural. I won't put that down as a no. I know he has blonde hair. I can't. Wait, I, I, he gets to the end of the. Because they're not very long. You get 30 seconds. <laughs> or else this podcast goes three and four hours. I'm going to pass. I, I see the guy's pass? face. Pass? You can't pass. I, I don't. Market doesn't know. He doesn't know. Who, who is it? New Age Outlaws. New Age Outlaws. Actually, that wasn't who I was thinking of, so I would have missed that one anyway. Okay, you ready for this? Hello, Val Venus. <laughs> it's a yes, big oil. You, we tally been. I got it. Okay. Hey, this has a sax offender on it. <laughs> this is a sax offender. Maybe one of the worst. Ready? 
That's uh, Generation uh, Degeneration X. <laughs> he got it. He got it. It says Degeneration X. That's what I said. Degeneration. Do X. you judges? I said Degeneration X. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the moves. You got to give him part, partial credit. You want me to do the suck it move? Give him, give him up. Yeah, I gave it to him. That's three out of four bitches. <laughs> Sable. <laughs> He's right. Uh oh. That's four out of five. This is one of my favorites. She was hot, by the way. Wait, she was. Yeah. I told you I know her. In what way? In giant boobs, well, giant course tits. Of course, she had giant boobs, but she. Back in the 90s, all wrestling, they weren't the big butch. Like China. Yeah, they weren't. They were actually like blonde hair, like pretty in the sort face. Sort of feminine still? Yeah. Goodness. They weren't hormonally just effed. That's all five right. out of six. So I think I get two more, right? No, that's four, hey, that's four out no, of five. Oh, that's four out of five. five out of six. You're, thank you, big one. Appreciate it. With... I'm with Price Waterhouse and I'm keeping up with all this. Jake's looking at me like, hurry the fuck up. That's ready to prove you wrong. <laughs> the oddities? <laughs> He's right. Okay, five What the hell six. is the odd? No, don't answer that. What did the oddities do? That sounds like a you know, clown posse kind well, of thing. Well, you know why the only reason I remember that is because I remember watching one time and they actually did a deal with Insane Clown Posse. Aha. Uh-huh. Correlation pool. That's the edge. He watched way more of this than anybody. That's four syllables in a word. He what? He obviously watched way more of this stuff than we realize. Correct. It, it must be in syndication. We're, getting, we're getting a little view into <laughs> Jake Soldier. Don't act like you can watch wrestling in the nineties. That's everybody's dark secret. They enlist Jan Hammer to do this thing for them. All right. Age. Okay. Ready for this? Do you want a hint? He's also a UFC fighter. Ken Shamrock. Shammy. Don't give him that. Yeah, that Don't give that, him that. that. Do I not give him that. I wouldn't have got that if you didn't give nope, that. Nope, he uh, would not have. He would have said, uh, what's his name from ACDC? Brian something else. You didn't get that? Because <laughs> it's just a blues song. Who the hell gives a care about? This is like a kid rock song. That was literally You'll guy. never get this. I guarantee this. Okay. If you do get it, I'll buy you four ounces of Opa's beef jerky. Peppered. You'll never get it. Is that Kane? No. No. You'll never get it. Mark Henry? No. Do you want one more guess? Or do you want me to... I have no clue. It's, it reads Gangrel the Brood. The Brood. Brood. Yeah, brood. I, I would never got that. I don't even know who that is. Are any of those guys that you said in that group? Because you no, might have partially no. got... No. Uh, big ol' if you don't mind, tabulate I, that as I a did. no. He's, he's got five out of eight. Five of eight. 
I'm gonna save the best for last. So, um, there's a few more left. Okay. Okay. Fuck, he's gonna get all these. Are you ready? Yep. It's the Undertaker. No, that's Kane. Nope. That's Kane. All right. That's Kane. Do you give it to him or not? Yeah, because you didn't have a chance to. He got it. He shifted mid. Mid. He's a flip flopper. Put, put mid, that mark he's down, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You're going to give it to him. Yeah, I gave it to him. All right. That's a huge bitch, hey, by I the way. Think, I think people should come out in baseball to this kind of thing. Like, just waving the bat like. <laughs> you throw me that high heat. Oh, and turn it around your face. I should say, if I was a baseball player, my interest scene would be best around. You're what would it be? Best around. You would? Big Oil, what would you come into? If I were, uh, what? Think about it for a minute. If you're a baseball player, what would your music that you came to back? Oh, you walk up be? to home plate. Yeah. Um, I know what mine would be. Mine would be Eric Clapton's Hits in the way that you use it from Color of Money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got time to think about I it. I think I'll be able to give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You stupid. Dumbass. You dumb son of a bitch. Shut fuck up. You fucking kids. Can't play no music from my ear, but you're going to walk out there right, clapping. You're going to talk here clapping. Okay. Uh, you ready? Yep. Think about it, big ol'. And then when you're ready. ACDC. Shoot to kill. Nice. Fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> there. That's a good one. <laughs> winner, winner. All right, big guy. You ready? Jerry Seinfeld took some. I know that's Rage Against the Machine. Oh, that's uh, he's part of Degeneration X. Um, Xbox. Is that right? He's right. Yeah. I read it. Xbox, but he read it Xbox because Tupac was in. That's seven. Seven out of ten. Okay. Never doubt me. Good job. Don't call a comeback. He's been here for years. Been here for years. Damn, big old that. I Shoot to kill is awesome. <laughs> 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 All right. Ready? Let's do it. Okay. It's too generic. I have no clue. It's too generic. I'll never get it. He's one of the females. Uh, put, put, put a no there before he starts. Yeah, I got a no. Yeah. You, you did? Yeah, I put a no. All right, put another one. <laughs> Who was that? Edge? Oh, yeah. Who the fuck is Edge? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know Edge. I, the guy that plays guitar for you two? Yeah, the Edge. Uh, he's going to know this. You ready? That's the Undertaker. <laughs> that makes eight. That is eight. All right, Jello Podcast, episode 33. Would We're you like to say suck it, or would you like me to say suck it? Which one is What do we do? But I got one more. This is episode 33. It's F33. Did I say something else? You said 32. Okay, look, I've got. I'm keeping score. Hey, this is the episode yeah. where Jake was right and Brian was wrong. Yeah, I'm keeping score. Senility, just like you, big ol'. 33. Right. Hit that rock. I know it's coming. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I love you both so much. Thanks for doing F33. Let's do this again, okay? Sure. Yeah. Hey, we're going to play some guitar tonight? Sure, absolutely. All right. You're going to have to listen to it. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> do you smell you what turds. the rock is cooking? Adios, fellas. Ha. The rock's laying the smackdown. The rock says...
The Rock says, know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> the Rock says,